The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. On today's episode of UFC Unfiltered, my good friend Phoenix Carnavale is in studio. Say hi, Phoenix. Hi, everybody. Chris, the producer's here. Say hi, Chris. Hey, hi, Chris. And the great Daniel Cormier calls in the champ. It's an exciting show. Give a listen. Shaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is... UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Hello, everybody. It's me, Matt Sarah, former UFC champion of the world. But I never defended the belt, but don't bring that up. It's too early in the week to bring that up. Jimmy's not here, but... I have my sidekick, Phoenix Cannavale, here. Yay! Phoenix Cannavale. Chris Busa, why would you not hit the applause button? I I know, it's on my side. I could have did that. And she deserves everything. She deserves all those applause. And of course, Chris, the producer. And no, I'm not going to hit the boo. I'm happy that Chris is here. Thank you. That's very nice. And we're going to have. And and where the fuck is Jimmy? Who knows? Let's not even guess. He's. Sometimes he disappears. I don't know where that dude goes. All over the country doing stand up, being funny. And I am. And I, you're funny. You're like you always start a conversation that way, because I always, I always let Phoenix. Because you know I'm coming from Long Island, and you know, like I start my day with an espresso, double shot of espresso, and a, and a club soda, a, a flavored seltzer. I don't know. My point is this: sometimes I can have a little upset stomach, and I have to use the restroom. And I was just telling Phoenix, so I let her go first, and then I go in, I take my time. And I also, like, throw water on my face because I can fall asleep on the train. I want to be awake for this thing. Yeah. I you don't want agree. me half-assed, no. Phoenix? No, I like full-ass Matt's era. What the fuck that means? <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, I was just telling Phoenix that I am so happy, so ha- thrilled that the sink is right next to the toilet. I just love, yes, yes, and you people at home, you know you like to have a clean ass. I do, because when I use the restroom, I don't like that. I'm a guy that jumps right in the shower. I know we talked about this before. I'm not going to spend a lot of time with it. We have fights to talk about. Yes. We have the the UFC light heavyweight champion, Daniel Cormier, calling in. Awesome. It's a crazy show. Don't you like Japan, though, because of the duvets in every bathroom? A what now? The duvet is like, is du- that, no, it's not no, a duvet. Bidet. Duvet is a blanket, a bidet. A, what the fuck's a duvet? B- duvet is a blanket, but a bidet is the is like a little water fountain that shoots on, the on your booty. You I know, know, I told you, I've, I've, um, I don't know if I told you, but yeah, I've, dealt, I've had those uh, 
Jap- those Japanese toilets. But when I was in Japan, yeah, those yeah, they have a little nozzle thing that comes out and and squirts water where it should go, and and then there's like a blow dryer on it. It's yeah. like a it's you walk like a, out it's, so it fresh and so great. clean, clean. It's so great. But anyway, I just I'm, missed yeah, my hip hop reference. I'm sad. What'd you say? I said so fresh and so clean, clean. That is. Uh, I don't know who the fuck you that do. is. That's an old, uh, that's a tribe called Quest. No, close though. That is uh, how is it close? Same same era. Similar, same era, um, similar. Cool, Eric B. Laid and back. No, I don't know what the fuck. I I don't know. It I is know. Know. Outcast. You knew? Yeah, yeah. Outcast. You should have let him so get. Fresh it. Fresh so I'm not even sure if he knew. It's all right. Go go. Continue what you're saying. I don't know what I'm You're talking about cleaning your butt. No, I'm good. I'm right. clean. We're done with that. But I'm happy. By the way, can I say this? So now, <laughs> what's that? A, a, a fan got in touch with me on Instagram. Oh, a couple you told of weeks me ago. about that. Yeah, and wanted to send you a gift. A gift? Yeah, take my phone. That's a gift to, to charge while we're talking about this. So go ahead, tell me about this gift. This is fun. Isn't it fun already? It's like Christmas. Give me a high five. Yeah. Because my my the espresso is kicking in. Uh, so they said. <laughs> so they were like, "Give me the address." I want to send a gift. I said, okay, great. They told me what it was. And it's for you. And it was because a couple of weeks ago, you had a couple of spills, right? Mm-hmm. On the show. You maybe knocked yourself oh, over. Oh, man. It was a it was a twofer. No, it was a two for one. I I, I spilled twice on one show, didn't I? Yeah. Is so that right? I, I that think that day? might be correct. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let me get the guy. So on, you once. Yep. Was, you know. on Instagram, the person's name is R Pants Optional on Instagram. That's his username. Okay. He's getting a little freaky. Now. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not, listen to me. You, you, are you trying to hook up some of your friends with no. some? What is this? What's going uh, on? And so they sent you this sippy cup what? that has a special oh! name on it. Oh, it's Kimura Bucko, what a fuck. That is very considerate. Uh, that is I, a very considerate gift. This. He said for Sir Spills a lot. That's what he said. Oh, who's for Let me see. Now, why am I getting... Oh, it's a card of... Who yeah, that's who stuff? made the... Yeah, they do. They customize the cards. Where is this from, though? It's just a fan sent it in. No, but like they had this made up. Like, where yes. are they? where's that fan from? I, I don't know. You I have no to... idea where this well, guy's from. I just from. said it here. I'm going to send a, send something from. Oh, pants okay, optional? Great. Yeah. That's Instagram. all you know about this that's person? That's what I know, yeah. All right. Well, thank you. I have. Um, what does his Instagram page look like? Is, yeah, I didn't even is he wearing it, pants. To be yeah, uh, depends. <laughs> is this for a girl though? More this. This. I think the idea is to be a little silly, you know. Oh, but I was going to say, you know, but my point is, I have a my my godson, Jeremy, Jeremy Matthew. Uh-huh. Me. Nice, yeah. One of my. Oh, I think it's more for like a, a girl. Yeah. I, it's kind of like for a girl, but I like the Kamora Bucko. But listen, hey, that's not the point. The point <laughs> is, thank you. I'm not going to use it. No. What the fuck are these hairs on it? What is that? On top? It's lint. That's okay. It's just, it's just. Oh, that's dust. from here. It was on the floor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was on the floor. Because I didn't want uh, you to see it when you came in. You know. Oh, fucking. Well, okay. listen, everybody. Well, thank you. Our <laughs> pants optional. Yeah. Was, was, was gonna, was I, the, I appreciate. What was the guy's I'm messy. name? That was Kimura. What was his full name? I don't remember. That the was na- they named the Kimura after him. It was uh, Kimura something or rather, I think. Yes. And then <laughs> they were like, "Oh, we just named this after you." Uh, I, fuck, I don't know. I'm the worst with that. I only know my own name. <laughs> I saw your shirt when we walked in, and uh, it's the great uh, Kung, Kung Lee. Kung Lee, yeah. From Street Fighter. Yep. And yeah, Kung Lee. I, I, Kung yeah, Lee was what uh, a former UFC fighter. What the fuck did I say? We said Kung Lee. It's Chung Lee. All right. Well, listen. Tomatoes, tomatoes. All right. <laughs> but I've. Uh, I, I, I'm surprised you didn't see Ready Player One. I didn't. You know, are you a big gamer at all? Not at all. I'm Not awful. All. Oh. I am so bad at video games. The, the last video game I played was Zelda. 
Yeah. And that also shows how old I am. But I'm not big on Zoom. I, that was like the last shit. game because I'm too competitive. I get pissed. I'd probably never leave the house. Yeah. So I don't. I, th- I, I think don't, I'm bad. I'm, I'm bad at them competitive. too. I'm not that competitive. I like to have a good time. I, I've been playing a lot. I, I feel like I'm in the Oasis. <laughs> I swear. Oh, that dude, Genova, loved that I, I talked about him. Oh, on oh that guy, he's a nice kid. Uh, what a kid. I don't know. He's like 30 or so. I don't know, 28. But he, I, he's the one who told me about the game. So I meet this dude in there, and like we go around and fucking, and, and, and like he's driving the car, and I got my M16. And it's like Hunger Games. Yeah. I, I, don't get me talking about this again. <laughs> but it's so much fun, the vibe. And if you've seen Ready Player One, you see where the future is headed. Oh yeah, and it's so wild. It's amazing how sci- science fiction, and, and how much it's so similar now. If you look at like old Star Trek and stuff, like how much of that stuff we really actually use now, like I, iPads. That's and, so funny. I was thinking about that you know? the other day. Like I remember watching Aliens, and like Ripley, she's talking to the uh, whatever the, the 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 guy who ended up being a snake, Paul Reiser. Yes. But anyway, and she's talking. She's looking at the thing. She's talking at him. And I'm like, wow, they're talking to like each other. They see each other when they talk. Yeah, they're Skyping. That's, they're Skyping. Yeah, Va- Vader that Skyped. Was... Vader killed someone over Skype. What the fuck are you talking about? Vader choked somebody out over Skype. When? Remember in A New yeah. Hope when he's talking to the general and he's like starts choking him through Skype? But that was, but wait a second, but that was, it was like a hologram shit, wasn't it? No, that they did that too. But there, there's like a point were where he's talking to the guy. Were they doing Skyping too? Yeah. Were they doing that? Well, let me tell you, they will be able to be That might have been a, in a galaxy a long time ago in a far, far, but it, <laughs> they were out of their time. I don't know what the fuck. Listen, did you watch all the fights the other night? I saw most of them. So good. Did you, did you, we get her picks? No, no, I no, wasn't we, here we, we, we didn't, I didn't know until after the show, basically, that. There was Jim something was I missed. Now, I don't know when you want to play it, because we got, when do we have DC calling in? Uh, we're going to call DC probably in like five minutes, but we can take a look at we this. Can, if you want. I, I haven't seen, because I've seen all the fights, pretty much. I've seen all, every one of them. I missed the fight pass prelims. I did miss on there. Uh, who was it that got that uh, Uma Plata? It's Adam Vichurik, um submitted Arjan Buller, who was winning Arjan Buller, I think was won the first round probably, and was on top uh for a lot of the second round, and then Vichurik pulled out only the second Oma Plata win in history What? the UFC. Who's yeah. the first? Um, God, I, I looked it up. Hold on, I wrote it down. Huh. Um, I didn't know that. I would think oh, there would ben be Saunders. more of them. Ben Saunders oh, okay. had the first okay. one. Oh, did he? Yeah. The first finish? Yeah. Do you know who had the first, um, what do you call it, the first one to ever try in Oma Plata? Was it you? I'm, not, I, I'm asking if you know. <laughs> was it? No, because you were, you're big on them. You were telling me because I was little that I should learn them. Let me tell you something. Uh, it's good because it's good if you can't finish the triangle. Okay. You know? Yeah, because Fuck you told yeah. me because I was short that I should learn uh, Listen, I love those. But you usually, you get like a, a re- I mean, you can get submission fi- finishes, but in a fight, the guy can squirm so much, usually like you, you use it as a reversal. Okay. You know, you see yeah. that, you see that like a lot. Like you're going for an arm plata yeah. and you turn it into a plata because you guys are. Yeah. Well, the guy's going to have to eat. There's a couple of escapes, like, but right. if not, they try to roll out, which you make difficult by holding around the, uh, the waist. waist around the waist or even getting an underhook on the far side. At, what's up? How oh, no, hard, how say, hard is, look at it, how hard yeah, is it to do that without it. a gi? To try uh, to no, no, it's fine without the gi. I mean, I mean, I've done a real wicked one on, um, was it uh, Gomi? And then he got out of that, and I ended up taking his back. I got that in um, Abu Dhabi. Okay. And then right after that, I tried that on Shoney Carter. And again, I almost got it. And want to hear the worst thing. I, now, you know, so a story's true, even though this guy denies it. Like, great coach Ray Longo. When uh, 
when, when you know it never changes, you know? Yeah. So I've said this before, but I'll say it again. So I almost got that. I lost that fight, obviously, to Shorty Carter, my first fight in the UFC. And, uh... I almost got that. I almost got that fucking Uma Plata. On him? Oh fuck yeah! The first round, I had him deep in it, deep. But he was like, awkward. he's one of those guys that's awkward and like really like got a weird flexibility and. But whatever, I didn't finish it, and we know how the fight ended. But I remember Longo told me after the fight, he goes, "Now listen, that's my first loss. Like I spit the first, probably the first spinning back of this KO in, in the history of the fucking. A lot happened in that fight with me and Shoney Carter, but probably the first KO um, of a, by a spinning back fist in the UFC." And uh, I remember Longo going, um, imagine if you finished that Uma Plata, <laughs> they would have made a statue of you. I'm like, oh my God, you, I go, stop, how dare you? First, first, it's the worst thing you can say. He I, tells me no, I, I, like, oh, I never said it. like Ray all day because that was the best impersonation I've ever heard <laughs> he goes, of him. The guy, he never, he goes, I never, he goes, so I, good. He goes it never happened. I go, it did happen. It never happened. <laughs> No, he says some fucked up shit over there, but he also says it. The guy's great. Yeah, but uh, that was great. That's right. But that's that's your team. Like I think that's why Al's able to jump in against compete. Like you guys <laughs> yeah. are, you know, you you're whole, close, but whole, you you screw with each other. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't funny. Loose. That hurt my feelings. Well, now it's funny. <laughs> now it's fucking on UFC unfiltered. Yeah. Now it's not the whole world can enjoy it. Did you know about Valletudo? before like w- when did you start watching that type of stuff and so i have to do this interview after i yeah. leave here and they want to talk about moments that change sports so they want to talk about all about ufc one yeah. so i had to go back and do like all this research because you forget you know uh. oh and i found out some crazy fact that you Ooh. probably know but i was like what What's that, that one of the guys involved one of the investors was the dude who directed and wrote conan the barbarian i competed versus his son now you're talking about john Milius. yes did I, you know that? I competed it's crazy. versus his I did not son, know that. Ethan Milius, in Brazil. Yeah, yeah he was in Brazil. His son is uh, Ethan was a, a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I competed versus him as a brown belt right. in, in, yeah. in the world in Brazil. What a small world, isn't right. it? But yeah, I knew that. I think most people know that shit. I did no? not know that. Uh, yeah, I didn't, that I didn't news know that. to me. No, you didn't know that either? No. Maybe I'm just real. Because now I if am, you look back at Conan, he's in, he's in, he's in the, like a, uh, he's the one who came marble up with the octagon. Well, he came up with the octagon. Right. You're saying, yeah, yeah, no, that's right. Well, when I when they were t- thinking about several different things back in the day, yeah, Moats I, I told and, o- and crocodiles. Yeah, they were and... talking about that. Really? They were talking about this at a yeah. seminar because when I first got introduced to um, mixed martial arts, when it wasn't even mixed martial arts, like you said, Valley Tudo, right? No holds barred. A lot of these fights from Brazil is from those Gracie in action tapes yeah. that I keep telling you about. You've Saw never the- seen them. Black Belt no, magazine no. had them all them. in the that back. Is, talk about history because that it was way more. It was it was very it was style versus style. Right. Right. So, but you know, you start to see those like those lucha libre guys in Brazil. They they you know they just they had they were well rounded, but it was just there was a big rivalry between them and and the jujitsu guys. And then there's oh you know you throw some karate guys in there that would get taken down and strangled. It was some a lot of challenge matches. Right. When I first started, when I that was in 1992, when I uh, or 1991 is when I watched those tapes, and then I did my first seminar in 1992 with Horion and Horace Gracie in Connecticut, and uh, they were talking about because it came out a year later, 1993, the first UFC, and uh, I was 18 years old at the time. So wait, you took a seminar before UFC yeah, one? Yes, before 1992, okay. I found out in, in Black Belt Magazine or wherever that in Danbury, Connecticut, Horion Gracie and Hoist Gracie before yeah. he was known. You know what I mean? He was he was on those in action tapes, but you know, those before the UFC. 
So I'm like, yo, I got to learn this shit. There was no way to learn it. No. I went there, went to the seminar, changed my life, man. Yeah, Changed my cool. life, Phoenix. So when you looked at sort of like Wing Chun. I called DC. Wing Chun and whatever you did after that, you were like, wow, all this is obsolete. Yeah, 100%. I remember going to that seminar being like, what, there's no um, shitty forms or there's not like, there's no, it's no bullshit. It's going right to, okay, they're doing mount drills. Where, okay, we just get a, a position to... Uh, where I could hit him, he can't hit me. Everything right. made sense to me. Yeah, I'm like, oh look, you do the they're shooting the elbow escape. They're showing the leverage, the technique of the reversals, and then you you know they're showing the submission holds. And I'm just like, yo, I need this in my life. <laughs> I need it, <laughs> and it became my life. We got the great Daniel Cormier calling. I'm excited. We're calling him. Who's the, your favorite commentator before before he gets on the phone and? and... Well, now it's awkward because he's about to pick up. What if I say uh, Joe Rogan? <laughs> You know? But I think DC's fucking phenomenal. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I love that they do the thing now where you can see, where if you look at him looking down this way and they do it like the football. When is his fight exactly with? Uh... Uh, it's July 7th. July. Oh, that's going to be a huge one, man. All oh, the tough air is Wednesday. I'm sorry to cut it? you off with no, that. No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. But what happened? Tough is Wednesday, isn't it? Uh, he was finishing up another interview, so oh, we'll, we'll try him again. But all right. We'll bang We'll get him. Out. But yeah, it's UFC 226, July 7th. All right. Nice. Yeah. I gotta get there. Hopefully, one of my guys is on that card. Did you see Ray Janelle's fight with Khabib? Of course I did. Yeah, that was a crazy fight to be a part of Phoenix. I know I talked about that a lot, but I, I, I can't get enough. I of was that so part hoping of he would he would yeah. pull off the upset, yeah, so you guys you know, would be the upset kings I, of the I universe. Watched it, I watched it again <laughs> the other night because my father in law didn't see it, mm-hmm. and uh, damn, that was a good fight. That was just. I mean, listen. I, I mean, Khabib is a is a gorilla man, and he's gonna go on to. To you know, be a, a great champion and and everything else, and he looked he looked phenomenal in that fight too. People, you know, could be that guy. How many guys? How many different opponents? And the shit with the bus, you know, him and Al on the bus together. I love his answer. I like his what's in, that? in the in the post fight interviews when they yeah. were like, "Well, did you ever think he was like, no, I'm a fighter. I'm I want to be a champion. I have to be able to handle anything and." And anyone that comes at me, because that's what a fighter does. And I was like, oh, wow, Khabib. Yeah. It was just, uh, I think he's going to go on to just like ragdolling some other guys after this and destroying them. And then they're going to go. I, I, ha- I have dream matchups with him, though. I really want to yeah. see him and Brian Ortega. Oh, that would be amazing. Well, Brian Ortega's got his hands full with, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's going to be a phenomenal fight uh, with Max Holloway. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's. You know, but, you know, styles do make fights. I know what you're talking about, you know. Because Ortega all likes these, to play all these, bottom. <laughs> all these fighters are coming out of the woodwork because they're like, yo, like if Raging Al could survive. Meanwhile, they just don't know how fucking tough Raging Al is. And if you watch that fight, it, at any time, if there was any bit of doubt in Al's mind, or it's just if he slowed down for a second in any of those bad positions, the fight would be over. Right. They got to, I mean, Raging Al is going to get even more credit for just. You know, people like, oh, he exposed them. I don't think he did. I just think it showed how tough Ray Janelle is. I think so, too. And, you know, what I remember is, I don't know if you remember this, but it was the UFC in Newark. Yeah. And Al got out in a very bad, he was in a body triangle. He got out in a very bad position, and we were very nervous for him, and he got out of it. He was there, and he was super patient. And I asked you, I was like, why were you nervous? Did you? He were like, you know, I actually train them to deal with very, very tough things on a regular basis. Yeah, like 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 I said, like when they're tired, usually you start them 
like on the back when somebody mm-hmm. when that seatbelt position because that's when they can't explode out of anything, and it's even harder to get out when you got some friction. Like you know what I mean? When you're skin on skin, right? It's a it's a lot easier. You so you got I mean? guys that are like super athletic, but do you take the Helio Gracie approach and say try not to get out of this with your athleticism sometimes? Well, listen, that's not going anywhere. The athleticism, but as far as you know, like, but but it could go somewhere if you're exhausted. Right. So you need to know how to get out the proper way and not just rely on your athleticism. I'm not saying don't use your athleticism, but uh, you know, it, it's gonna, you're gonna be using it anyway. You know, like and like as far as anybody's looking to hold you down or whatnot, you'll be hipping, you'll be bumping, you'll be getting your underhooks. But you need to have you need to be able to do something like if you had the fucking flu. You know what I mean? Right. You need right. to be, know how to get out by just the timing is crucial. And the technique is important. Yeah. You know, some guys are just hard to submit because you mount them and they're just bucking, 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 bucking. You know, and then you go in with the guy a half an hour later or something. He's like a dead. You know what I mean? He's yeah. not even, his legs are not moving. He's not trying to move out, get out the right way. I think that's then true. that's a problem, Phoenix. I think that's true martial arts too, right? Because like, let's say if you were teaching like a woman's self-defense class and she already got hit and she's dazed, right? Because yeah. that's really what's going to happen. You're going to teach well, listen, somebody I, how to. I, I always say that. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is the absolute best martial art for a woman because it's made for the weaker person to defend themselves versus a stronger person. You know what I mean? That's what it's that's what it's leverage, technique, framework. And it's not even about beating the other person. It's about surviving, getting out, you know? Um, and, and, and a lot of times an attacker uh, versus a female wants them on the floor. I mean, let's be honest. That's right. what, and so it's like... That's where, and that's where they'd be used to just getting out, getting to somebody's back, strangling them, doing a reversal, getting back to their feet, snapping an arm. You know, these are all things a girl could do as good as a guy. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, I get excited when I talk about. I, I love to talk to you about it. If I lived in Long Island, Matt, I, I would be training with you all the what's time. What's going on at that side of the bed table? I'm not uh, trying to get DC on the phone. On the phone. We got Sorry. plenty of time. Yeah, um, but you can't blame me for being a little on edge. Really? Uh, after last, uh, I mean, last, last, yeah, no, I know. What <laughs> happened <laughs> last week? We had a. Uh, both Gagey uh, and uh, Poirier, no, and uh, Condit. They yeah. both fucking. They didn't call in. Yeah, there was a scheduling. Whatever happened, uh, I think it was so Gagey was was canceled anyway. Um, just the schedule got messed up, and then Condit. I don't know. One thing led to another. So, we right. called this hotel. He wasn't there. It's fine. I think the show. So is, you told your funny is, story about you falling down the steps. Well, I think the yeah. show is. I think the show is good luck, though. They should have made that call. But I'm only kidding. No. Listen, <laughs> that's a co- that's a weird coinka thing. Boo on me. But, uh, oh no! There were some damn good fights, man. There were some damn good fights. I'm, I'm stop. I'm not trying not to talk about it. Should we start talking? Well, why don't we? Ch- yeah, why don't we check out this? Uh, okay. This feature. Oh yeah, show me. Show me this. Is his name Ajarn or is he a Muay Thai master? What? What do you mean? Ajarn means master. Oh, for really? Muay Thai. No, so it's Arjan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sing. Yeah. But it's okay. Phoenix, what the fuck are you talking about? She's saying that because crew crew means teacher. Ajarn means master. I just like to play with Phoenix. Let's go. Let's party. This gives me shit about my nerdy, nerdy moments, my nerdy stuff. Now, where are we now? So here we are, three minutes, 15 seconds into the second round. And how is it going so far? I'm going to check this out. And if if somebody wants to know what we're talking about, if you don't have it, yeah, I plugged this shit right away. The UFC should love me. Get sure. UFC Fight Pass. Oh, we were talking about it before the show. It's yeah. The, you definitely it, should get right? Fight Pass. It's yeah. helpful because I got to do this thing and I can go back and watch any fight on UFC Fight Pass. It's also fun. It is fun. Okay. So what happened so far? So I felt like um, Arjun Buller was winning the first round. Okay. The second round, you know, it's only two minutes in, but Buller was on top uh, at this point and then... 
Vichurik. Adam. Adam Vichurik gets the uh, the Oma Plaza, but you'll see. So they're they're working their way up against the. Fence. I'm not okay. sure about both guys afterwards, but let me see. Let's see how this works. And this. So so far he's losing. Yeah, yeah, I him up against so, yeah. the cage. Let me see. Oh wow! All right. Um, that was quick. Was it? Was it? Now we have to check. Was it Adam's birthday? Because fucking Bolo gave him a gift. He <laughs> yeah. gave him off. I don't want to kick somebody when they're umaplotted, but he gave him a gift. <laughs> Why not just give this dude an umaplata? Can I see that again, please? Sure. Can we see that again? Yes. Now, did we talk during it? Because I ended up, I forget that we're on radio. Now, look. All right. So, now, he what he wants is to stay square with him. What Buller was. Buller. Buller's yeah. on top. He has him up against the cage. And he's actually walking the opposite. I don't. Wow. Now, yeah. is he trying to roll there? Is that the way to try to get away no, from see, that? No. What he's trying to do, because right now he has his arm wrapped up. Right. Okay. And now he's trying to bring his feet to the left. And now it's going to allow him get. Yeah, he has a, a perfect Duma Plata. Right. But, uh. I'm going to say that uh, Buller is not spending too much time on the floor. What What is his record, Buller? Um, that's his second UFC fight. How'd that he, first one go? Uh, he won the first one. I, I would. I mean, Buller, I would like to know how much. That was That was like a gift. That, he, went, he moved the totally. He went right into it. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. It's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 33. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up. An epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points. Back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. 
Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. Is this the great light heavyweight champion of the world on the phone, Daniel Cormier? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, Raging Al. Oh, I get it. Yeah, now. Now, wait a second. Listen, like congrats. Hey, hey, DC, congrats. First of all, you're on the on with uh, myself and uh, Phoenix Connevale. Hi, DC. How you guys doing? We're Good. doing great. Now, how exciting was that fight the other night? Because I know you were there, and it was a little. It wasn't weird at all seeing you before, because I know that's your boy. You know, Al's my boy. But it's weird yeah, yeah, when yeah. I, I could tell from your interactions. I like your. I love it on camera, and I can tell like behind the scenes, whether it's embedded or wherever I see it. I like your interactions with uh, Khabib. You guys have a very, it looks like you have a very close relationship, and I like the way you guys are silly with each other. And uh, yeah. so when he's fighting, just like, and listen, Al, I love Al. I mean, what do you, well, how could you not love Al? He's just the, he's the definition start, of a, a warrior. So when they're fighting, like you're so emotionally evolve, involved, how, how did you feel yeah. during yeah. that fight? It, it was tough, you know, because you know how dangerous our eye Quinta is. Right. I mean, you know, you know what I hate. You know what I hate, uh, you guys, is that when people say stuff like, "Well, how do you become champion when you fight the number eleven ranked guy?" I said the only reason Al's ranked eleven is because he doesn't fight often. Nope. If he fought as often as he did, he'd be in the top five. He beat. He's beaten uh, Kevin Lee, right? He beat Kevin Lee. Yes. He beat. Michael Johnson, he's, he's beaten guys that were in the top five. So I know that if Al was more consistent, he would be a top five guy. He just doesn't fight very often. But it was tough, man. I like watching it. Oh, I like man. watching it because Khabib was successful. But also, I like watching how tough and how durable and how game Al was in there. Trying to get his hand raised, man. Dude never gave up on himself. He is the epitome. Right, Maddie? Like you going in there and beating George St. Pierre back in the day when nobody thought you could. No. And then this kid going out there and fighting Khabib in the way that he is only a New Yorker <laughs> could pull that off. I'll tell you, I'm so happy. When we got that, when I found out it was Al, I just, we just, myself and Longo, we know Al's attitude and his losses. I agree with you 100% with like the rankings because he's not as active because he had some injuries and stuff. But if you look at his losses, as far as no quit, I mean, with his two losses, he got put to sleep because he just doesn't want to. He just doesn't want to give in. Like I'm not saying that's a smart yeah. thing to do, but I'm just saying there's no quitting him. You have to literally turn. There's some guys, and you know this because you've been around a while, DC. Some guys, you literally have to turn that switch off, or else they're gonna keep coming. Yep, that's Ally Quinta. That is Ally Quinta. That's, that's why when people were surprised at the end of the fight, there was a decision. I was like, I wasn't, because I know how tough this young man is. Yeah, well, that was that was a that was a fantastic night all around. Now, listen, how was it? Now, you're back. You're done filming. It's going to... The, the new Ultimate Fighter, 
what the hell season is this? 27. <laughs> season 27. 20, season 27. Oh, man, now I feel, I was on season four. I feel old as shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now, how was how was that experience? You've done it before. You've been on there with uh, Kane, yes? Yeah, I was on there with Kane. I was on there with Koscheck as an assistant. But this was the first time that I've had my own team. Yes. It was good, man. It was a good time. It was fun. We had some really, really talented fighters. And I think when you have guys that are that talented, it makes it a lot easier. And uh, I had my friends there with me. You know, I had yeah. I had my coach and staff, and, and Kane came the entire time. So uh, we had a good time, man. You learn a lot about those guys in the time you spend uh, when you're gone somewhere for four and a half, five weeks, living together every day, spending time together, cooking, doing all this stuff. You know, you learn a lot about your friends. So. I enjoyed the entire experience. Isn't it strange in that short period of time? Because I went back as a coach also, and you get it. You get you end up caring about these these guys yeah, that are they're strangers. They're not your team, like back home at AKA. But yet you're kind of looking out for them, and or at least I was. I mean, did you get attached to any of these guys? I mean, get to know them. All of them. Yeah. All of them. I got a kid on my team that uh that uh. He left me this note whenever he left the Ultimate Fighter House, and I'll never get rid of it because it just was so well put and so well thought that uh, I knew, right, in the season I knew. I can see him and I developing a really good relationship. I can feel it. You know, you can feel when you're developing a relationship with someone, and the kid wrote me a letter, and uh, it was it was amazing, man. And, and I'll never forget that that letter, but also my time spent in the house with all of my guys. Guys are the guys are amazing, man. And these kids can really fight. Like they all came ready to go. DC, how hard is it? I mean, you wear so many hats within the organization: yeah. fighting, coaching, commentating. H- how do you just? How do you do it? How do you compartmentalize everything at any given moment? You know, I, I, uh, um, with all the things that I do, you know, like you said, I just think back to two thousand eight and nine. You know, before. I moved to California and I was at the Olympic games and I didn't get to wrestle and, and, and I, I had nothing. Like I had nothing, right? I didn't, I wasn't doing anything. I would sit around the house, uh, not doing anything with no purpose. And I'm like, man, to have things to do now is a blessing because I could be in that situation again. Nothing's guaranteed, man. And it, you know, from, I'm sorry. She, oh, my wife just yelled at me. She scared me. I've got to, uh, I got, I'm cooking eggs. I'm cooking eggs. And she's sitting on the couch. And she was like waving at me because I got my headphones in. And she goes, Daniel. And I like jumped. And she startled me. She really did startle me. About to burn the house but, down. Yeah. Yeah. My eggs are like burning. But yeah, you know, it, the wheels can fall off at any time, man. And you can be right back in that situation. So I'm just blessed with the opportunity. And bust at the UFC, trust me to wear as many hats as I do uh, within the organization. Now, what do you prefer? I, you, you, I enjoy you on, in, in, both, uh, in both seats, whether you're doing the, uh, the analyst work or you're doing the, the commentary. Now, what do, yeah. you, what do you prefer better? I like them both, Matt. The, the, the thing about the commentary is, it's like last weekend in Phoenix, or yeah, Phoenix, we had 14 fights. Yeah. So we sat there for seven hours wow. calling fights. We were there for seven hours calling fights. That's the longest one I've done to this point. So I was kind of like, man, this is brutal. Like, this is, this is brutal. Uh, 
with the analyst stuff, it's like I'm I'm there, you know, all day, but I'm speaking of Ally Quinta for 30-second verse, like a 30-second verse on Ally Quinta, and then somebody else speaks, whereas he's in there for 25 minutes. I've got to have stuff for him for 25 minutes, especially when the fight action slows down. Yeah. I think I went to a UFC 208 in Brooklyn, Matt, when Jermaine Durand and me fought Holly Holm. And uh, all of my notes got used because the action was kind of slow. You know, it was like yeah. I used every single trinket that I had stored in the bank. You know, generally you don't use them all. You overprepare, you know, but that fight, when you have a slow fight, you start telling stories from when they were like nine years old. You know, yeah. Holly like, was nine. Mrs. Trachtenberg was her second grade teacher and she scored well yes. on her spelling bee. Miss Tra- <laughs> Trachtenberg was very happy about her ability to be intelligent. <laughs> when the fight's slow, you got to make some shit going. Yeah, some- yeah, that's got to be scary getting some dead air, right? You just got to keep yeah, it You got to keep going, man. So, but, I, but, but ultimately, I do prefer still call in the fights because you're right on top of the action, man. You got the best seat in the house. Definitely. And you're doing it. You're doing it with your friends. You know, I'm sitting there with Dominic Cruz, <laughs> a guy I enjoy a ton, and we're calling fights. You know, we, we seem to bicker because that's who we are. We do it at the Fox desk. We do it on the commentary, but that's our relationship. But it's yeah. like you're doing it with friends. And once it's over, once the bickering's over, you guys are back to normal? Or do you still yeah, bicker yeah, no, about we, it even after the camera or the, the mics are off? No, no, no. We, we, it's gone. Like yesterday, uh, Dom called me and he goes, you know, I felt like when I was, when we were in the booth, he goes, there were times where I felt like we stepped on each other. He goes, when I rewatched it, he goes, I really, really enjoyed it. I go, because it's good, Dominic. Calm down. It was good. It was fine. <laughs> Don't overthink it. He's so smart that he may overthink things right, at times. Right. And when you have to have two very strong points of view because the audience has very, very strong points of view, you know? Yes. I yeah, really was you. curious, thank though, because for me, looking at you, DC, you, you have definitely grown on me to the point where I like, I just root for you like crazy. And what's amazing is that I think that you have a general sense of professionalism and responsibility as an athlete. So curiosity yeah. hit me, and I was wondering what your thoughts were on uh, 223, the McGregor situation, and, and, and especially because Khabib is a friend of yours. I thought it was crazy. You know, I thought, you know, so first off, Khabib and him smacked around his friend, I guess. Uh, so him wanting to defend his homeboy is a pretty good idea. You know, right, like it's right. cool. You stick up for your friend, but you have to find a better way to do it. You know what I don't understand is how they got on that plane, and for five and a half hours, nobody just sat back and said, "Hey, uh, Connor, I'm not sure." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right? Like somebody just go, "Hey, look, we come up with this plan to go and, and bum rush this bus." Right. I'm not sure this is a great idea. Like, maybe we should reconsider. How could nobody have said that? In five and a half hours, like, guys, like, I don't know if this is going to work out as we have originally planned it. And it's, it sure as shit, it didn't. They ended up in jail. So I think you got to just, I think I just rethink it a little bit. You got to rethink what you're doing. But no, I, I the, the thought to help his buddy was cool, but the action was, was not the right way to go about it. Right. I wonder if the plan was to get the, get them at the bus, you know, where the buses were. I, I don't mean, know. Or I don't maybe know. they were just running into the hotel and looking for him, and that's where they were at that moment. Yeah, you I know? think so, too. <laughs> you know, so it could be, but 
it wasn't smart either way though because things <laughs> yeah. happen passionately no. like with with john with you and john and then the podium thing when you pushed each other and all that craziness happened yeah hilarious i have to ask you this did you ever see the skit they did where they dubbed over the Chappelle show with you and john no oh my no, we'll, we'll send that to you it is the most i've watched it like 500 <laughs> times it is the most hilarious thing where it's like Please rick james rick james and no. dub over with you and john but like thing i get that things happen passionately and then it's just kind of random you know but I, who yeah. knows what's gonna happen now right but now you scheduled to fight the great ufc champion uh stipe miocic and now that's exciting that's exciting just because people don't realize about what they don't realize about the great daniel cormier is that you've had plenty of fights at uh heavyweight i mean i don't and, and the, yeah. they know you for the your feud with the in the um and your great reign as the uh the light heavyweight champion here in the ufc but they don't know you don't how many losses do you have at at heavyweight None. Exactly. I, <laughs> I yeah. knew that shit. I just yeah. want everybody to know it. <laughs> so you've I'm never lost. About, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm excited about. I'm I'm excited about the idea of fighting back at heavyweight. No weight cut. You know, I cut a lot of weight. You know, so not having to cut weight and being able to train uh, to my full potential and not really worried about weight management is going to be a big deal for me. Uh, but also an opportunity to go up and compete against a guy that I respect tremendously and. Uh, a chance to do something so unbelievably special to be the first guy to be the the UFC light heavyweight and heavyweight champion at the same time. It'll be amazing. Let me ask you, DC is the reason because you were undefeated as a, um, as a heavyweight, when you came over to the UFC is the only reason you went to light heavyweight was because of uh, your buddy, the great Kane Velasquez or no? Yeah. Kane, Kane was a champion. You know, we weren't going to fight and, I had goals of being a champ myself. You know, if I was okay just being a guy that was in the division and having big fights, I would have stayed at heavyweight. But, yeah, I went to 205 to better myself and give myself a chance to become the champ. And also, uh, this really makes for a more comfortable situation with the team. You know, like, we never, we all were very open with the fact that Kenny and I weren't going to fight, but eventually the UFC would have started asking, and we didn't even want to have to deal with that. I respect that. I mean, we got to look at this whole the Stipe thing as a, as a tremendous fight, you know, not only because of the two division champion type of thing, but also because, ouch, the two of you, right? Like looking at it, styles versus style. How, how what can you talk about DC about how you how you approach a fight with him? It's a good fight. It's a tough fight, but I like his style for me. You know, I I think we do a lot of similar things, and I believe that my style. It matches him pretty good. You know, he's going to be tough. He's big. He's strong. He, he's, he can wrestle. He can strike. He's got good cardio. I, he's a dangerous, dangerous man. But um, I feel like style-wise, it's going to be a great fight. We're both competitors, man, and we both want to win. So I think it's going to show itself whenever they lock that octagon door. Does it make any difference at all to you whether you like the guy or not? At least in the, for me, at least, like, I mean, I'd get ready for a guy I didn't like, and then I'd get ready to fight a guy like Chris Lytle, who I do like. I would still find motivation, but it definitely helped when I didn't like the guy. I mean, what about you? I just want to fight. <laughs> I just want to fight. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter, man. Yeah. I, I love, I can legit say I love Dan Henderson. But when I get in that, that cage, I, I just go after him because it's all I know. All I know is to try to go out there and 
try to rip your head off. And that's what I did to Dan Henderson, a guy that I truly admire for a real long time. So to me, it doesn't really matter all that much. I think my motivation comes in the athlete that I'm going against. I feel like my best training camps that I've ever done were for John Jones. And I, because I knew of the threat in the fight. And I feel like this one will match that if not exceed it, because I understand the threat in fighting Stipe Miocic. Understandable. Well, I know we don't want to look too far past Stipe, but you and John are back at, at, at your Twitter wars. What was the last comment was, come at me, baby, right? That was coming from you or from John. No, John no. said, come, come get me, no. baby. Yeah, <laughs> Which is so I, weird. You know, I, he's, a, he's a weird fucking guy. He's a weird cat, man. <laughs> Let me tell you something. To try to delve into the mind of John Jones, you can't do it without some help, you know, and it takes a lot of drugs to think like him. So oh unless you're going to go into crazy hiding, you'll think like him. You can't think like him just normally. Now, <laughs> I hear you talk about like your, your There fighting. you go. There you go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't, Matt, it, What's it's, up? Not, it's not easy to make Matt Sarah go, oh, shit. Yes. No, 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 listen. I, I, I fucking, just did that. I, I fucking love it. <laughs> no, no, it's great. What were you going to say, Phoenix? Because, look, rivalries in sports, <laughs> great rivalries in sports, him and John, it's history. Let's just, it's, it's, it's MMA yeah. history is a great rivalry in sports. So people will still watch it again. They'll watch you guys fight 27 times if they had to. Yeah, but DC. As they should. Yeah, DC, now, you don't, you don't point out that, like, I, I hear you say that you're competitive. That's why you'd want a third crack at him. But he got popped for his second. Like, it, it was like, he. So he's been caught cheating for the second one, correct? I mean, how come you don't point yeah. that out? You don't even address yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, you're basically like, oh, he beat me twice, but I feel I could beat him. He beat you twice, but just, hey, man, this, that second one was definitely, I, I could he have feel, beat you I without that like, shit? I just don't feel like that was the first guy I've ever fought on steroids. And I beat all the rest of them, so mm. I should have just beat him. Look at that. Well, we'll transition a, to speaking of guys. He's a better guy than me, DC. I'd be more fucking like, <laughs> fuck that. He was on some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> DC, you are, you are now a meme of excitement forever with your reaction to the possible Brock Lesnar matchup. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. I yeah. would like to see you beat Brock. Uh, you know, I just want to know your we'll thoughts see. on that whole situation. I mean, it's, it's crazy. You know, he just said it. So I, I did the whole, I, I made that face because Brock Lesnar means a ton of money <laughs> and a real, real big fight. So, yeah. Uh, Is that something you would wait, wait to go out for? Like, okay, I know you said that you want to retire at 40. So would you say, all right, this is the perfect fight, a nice check. And that's no. the one I would go out on. Nope. It ain't happening. I don't think I'm done it when it went, when that birthday is done, when that when that fortieth birthday comes, DC will be off into the sunset. Well, not to ruin your chance for that fight, but that's a horrible matchup for fucking Brock Lesnar. Well, I mean, no, because he's like DC's like, yo, shut the fuck up. No, I'm just saying, like, shut listen, up, <laughs> listen to me. No, unless DC jumps the guard, I think that's going to be a rough one. I don't know, <laughs> but Brock. Anyway, listen. Well, I, listen. We don't want to keep you, buddy. I can't wait. This Wednesday night at Yes. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Chris, the producer, don't drop the plug. 10 p.m. Eastern on FS1. Yeah, okay. The next yep. Ultimate Fighter, season 26, right? 27. 27? 27. What the fuck am I talking about? Uh, We're going to give you a proper Ultimate plug. Fighter undefe- Ultimate Fighter undefeated this Wednesday, 
Tim in the E7 on the West Coast on FS1, the Ultimate Fighter Undefeated. Make sure you guys tune in. Watch me and Steve Amiocic coach these young men to try to become UFC fighters. It's going to be great. Can't he's, wait. It's professional. It's like he's done this before. Dude, let him let him do the plug. <laughs> I let you do the plug. Hey, uh, champ, thank you so much for hanging out with us, buddy. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you guys for having me again, man. I love it. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Take care, Daniel. Bye. He's a good man. Daniel what, what do you think of that? What do you think of Brock and DC? Oh, Brock in DC? Yeah, because like you I know that wrestling I, fans are psycho over Brock Lesnar and they yeah, love him. I and think that. if then they shouldn't watch that one because I think DC's going to destroy <laughs> him in like a round or two. But the Stipe is really interesting. That's a very interesting him fight. And, it's rough with that one. I, I'm going to hate that one. I have to pick that one for, for sure. Only because I'm I'm personally I I really like DC. Like, I just want to see them stand see together. And, like, but I mean, no, but I mean, on like a personal level, like I yeah. hate making picks anyway. Uh, but um. You know, Stevie's been at my fucking schools before. He's a good dude. He's like, you know, he's real tight with Gian Vellante and yeah. Weidman and them. He's over a lot, but not a lot. But when he's in town, he's there, and and so he's kind of like you know an extended part of the thing team here. So I don't know. There's a cool. lot of fights coming up yeah, that are hard to root for for yeah. particular people because Ortega Holloway, everybody loves the two yeah. of them. Listen, you're gonna Stipe, have to make DC, a pick. Everyone loves the two of them. I will make my picks, but I'll wait till we get close. This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra. You know what's very tough, Matt Serra? I can think of a few things. UFC fighters are very tough. They are tough, Phoenix. You know what else is tough? Me! Yes. Okay. But besides you. I know what is. What is it? Toyo Tires! Yep, I wanted to hear that, Matt. I love Toyo Tires. Raging Al, someone else you love, he fought Khabib for five rounds on one day's notice. Tough! UFC 223. And he never quit. That kind of endurance reminds me of something. You know what it reminds me of? I do. Toyo Tires. Yes, it did. That's why Toyo has been a proud sponsor of the UFC. Just like UFC fighters, Toyo Tires are built for battle. And it's all or nothing philosophy. Durability. Aggressive design. On and off road capabilities. Yes to all of them. What are they? Toyo tires life on the highway it has you covered spending some serious time off-road these tires are built for that too no matter what you drive toyo has what you need and frankly they just look cool they look cool matt any vehicle any terrain all or nothing toyo tires toyo tires the next time you need tires ask for toyo to experience more, visit toyotires.com backslash UFC. Let's talk about some of the fights because we got some fights to talk about. Let's do right? it. Let's do it. All right. Where? Get them up on the screen. Let's start with the prelims. Um, oh, yeah. So props to the Yuma Plata. Yeah, uh, nice, right? I mean. Give, give him a shout out. Uh, Adam, Adam Vichurik. Vichurik. Yeah. Has he been in there before? No. Uh, it's Adam's first time in the UFC. Yeah, no, that was his second UFC fight. He had a win over Anthony Hamilton, also a unanimous decision. So that's All his right. second. That was both of their second fights. Well, I and where is he uh, Bullar from? Uh, he's from Vancouver, but he's of Indian uh, descent. And he actually he wore his his turban out. He's Sikh, the religion Sikh. He wore his turban out to the octagons first time anybody's well, ever done that. So. That's cool, man. Yeah, that's he right. should that's cool. he should seek out a jujitsu instructor. Oh, how dare what he you? Should fucking do. And I'm just, <laughs> hey guys, uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, hey, very, very. I like the guy. No, I mean, how, look, I mean, the, that looks like me if I had a tattoo right there. Look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, do some setups, Molar, and get your jujitsu straight. 
I'm, that's some tough love. I could give some tough love. You can. All right. I, I mean, do you think about that's the type of thing, though? Because it's it's so rare. I mean, it's literally the second one that's ever happened. Like, he just wasn't I don't. That was I, I don't all, know. Probably, right? I don't know because, well, well, it is you that kind of told me and taught me about Um Plata, so I can't really say. Listen, but I feel like that's kind of 101, right? Don't you show the transition from the armor to just, the Um Plata that, often? That was, uh, it looked like somebody who wasn't really in it before to me. Okay. Like, like wow, what am I in? Oh, my shoulder. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't good. Right. Well, we don't know where he was up until you want to see a money transition. You know, you look at Ben Saunders, you almost feel bad for the other guy because he sets it up beautifully. And this guy's like, yo, take my shoulder, please. Right. I think he yelled. (laughs) 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 Okay. Anyway, come on. So that was great. Let's get to those prelims. I ate some good fights. And I want to really talk about that main card, too. But we need to uh, get them up on there for me, please. Oh, I'm sure. looking what, for, yeah, that's what, what I'm waiting what for. What fun are you looking for? Uh, let's get to the prelims first. And let's oh, look, okay. see what we're looking at. Yeah, well, you had Luke Sanders and Patrick Williams. Was all, the right, thing I, all right, now, Patrick Williams, is he, is he, is he, he's definitely submission-based because he didn't look overly, he looks athletic on his feet, like yep. he could hurt somebody with like an explosive, like a, a right hand out of nowhere or whatnot. But Luke, who was um, Southpaw, yep. yes, he was making a, he was showing well-rounded skills man i like him in the clinch i like even him just uh out like getting away from um patrick who had some he was in deep several times and uh he showed a nice well-rounded game man you know i enjoyed that fight with uh with luke sanders what's luke sanders record right now in the ufc what's his uh, i want to say he's one and two in the well, ufc you could what is, what is the, gonna, what does the tape want to say yeah no no i know uh, <laughs> he's, he's two he's one he's two and two Two and two. He's got four fights in the UFC. He won one, lost two, and then he just won this past weekend. So who did he lose to? Uh, Yuri Alcantara. He had a knee bar submission, and he got knocked out by Andre Sukumtan. Hmm. Knee bar submission uh, by Andre Sukumtan. Yeah, and he who did he beat besides uh, uh, Patrick? Uh, Maximo Bianco was his first uh, nice. his first fight rear naked choke win for uh, Luke. Blanco Bianco. Uh, oh, Blanco. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's Blanco. Blanco. My fault. Oh. I know that. Well, I remember. Yay. I remember. There you that. go. Very good. So, wait, so, so Luke beat him. Yeah. Yeah. I heard he was doing good, and then he drew a blanco. Uh, <laughs> they can't what's listen a, to me. Wait, I tried that he? one before. It didn't work, and I tried it again. And yes, it sucked. They can't be all out of the park. I try them, <laughs> and sometimes they I, fucking just go like this. I really, what do you think? I like that you booed yourself. I think that... Well, listen to me. I see when you're... Chris, the producer's looking down. You're looking at that rat on the wall. I got to just throw them out there and see what sticks. <laughs> what do we got? Give me the, So good job, Luke Sanders. I enjoyed your fight. Pat, uh, Patrick, what Patrick needs to do is... Listen... He doesn't have to get his. Um, how the fuck did I miss this fight with Matthew Lopez? You just put him on there. How did oh, I miss- I'm sorry. I don't know. That was the next how did fight. I miss that well, because you were trying to get your fight pass figured out. So That's what it was, yeah. and I got it figured out. I don't yeah. believe this. That's our guy. But wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Um, Patrick needs to get a lot. He needs to clock in some time with his uh, sparring, and I'm not talking about getting his head beat in, but he's got to get some gloves on, not allow the takedown, and start working some strikes. And and that way he'll he'll set up his takedowns better because he definitely Luke had him just he, he was not posing a threat standing up even right. though he'd come in once in a while with a, a big punch or a, a kick it was based on all athleticism and he might that might work in some of the what's his record right now in the UFC that might work in the in the lower leagues but 
I'll tell you right now, Luke saw that shit coming like the Matrix. Mm. Right. He's he uh, patting that shit away like, get out of here. He's one and three now in the UFC. He's got a win over uh, Alejandro Perez, actually, who is the next fight here. And then he has three losses otherwise. Yeah. So. Well, he's going to have to get some work done. But, you know, yep. hey, listen, that's the way it works. What else we got? Um, well, so that so the Alejandro Perez, uh, Matthew Lopez was a really fun fight. And Perez actually. I'm watching a, this later. He's I an AKA wait. guy, too. So that's uh, DC's team. Yeah. Okay, and, yeah. and, you know, Matthew Lopez, where we found him. Yeah. Dana White looking for a fight. Fucking. I, I love it. And people love the show. But go. <laughs> When's small. the next one? Uh, it's come. Uh, I'm not telling you where we went, but it was uh, exciting. Well, the next one was Arjun uh, Buller. And, no, wait. Hold on. No, no. Oh, wait, hold sorry. on. She's talking. Go back to the Matthew Lopez fight, please. Sure. She's talking about when's the next. What, are you talking about when's the next looking, looking for, a for a fight? Looking for a fight, yeah. Oh. yeah. He's like, he's going right after. We have to talk about Matthew Lopez. Okay. Who, how, let me answer looking for a fight first. Okay. Go for it. It should be coming out soon. <laughs> we shot something. We shot one. It's, it's coming out soon. Now, Matthew Lopez. Yeah. How, how'd it go? Uh, well, he got knocked out, unfortunately. By Matthew uh, Lopez got knocked out. He did, yes. Uh, Fuck. It was a it was a fun fight. Yeah. I, had nothing uh, against, I mean, it was high energy. And it's second, yeah. It was a second Lopez round. Lopez is a stud, yeah. and he's having a hard time. Yeah. Um. I mean, it was competitive first round, second round. I think Perez kind of took it over a bit, and then obviously yeah. uh, he caught him. Yeah. It's a fun fight, though. It's worth watching. Mm, well, I'm definitely gonna watch it. And congrats yeah. to Perez because I'm not hating on him. You know, I just I just know uh, Manny a little bit from the show. From you know, right. From find them on there, and I think he's a, he's such a talent. So that's where, a where, lot about, where'd you find him? On uh, fuck, <laughs> nobody <laughs> shows me. Been to so many um, places. We went. That was in a. I don't know. San no, Jose. Wait, we weren't in San Jose. San Francisco. Okay. Where was I when I did the trapeze tra- trapeze stuff and the haunted house? It wasn't, dude. I've been. That's you, you can't ask me these questions. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Moving along. Listen, Okami. But he's great. Was next. Did you just say Yushin Okami? Yeah. <laughs> Say you should have got me. This was on. Yeah. This again. How did I not see Because it's all on the fight pass prelims. What so the you fuck? You probably didn't have it set up. It was broke. It yeah. was off. They signed me out. And I couldn't sign back in. I apologize. But now it's fixed. It's okay. I mean, I mean, no, because you should say you should have me. I thought it was almost like a, a nervous twitch. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Yelling <laughs> shit out. It was a complete. Dominance by Yushinokami on the floor. He really? took Diego Lima down. Yep, he couldn't. Uh, he, Diego did not have an answer to get up. I mean, wow. Yushin was able to keep him down. Yeah, man. So Yushinokami's a guy you can't keep down. You know, in some sense, look at him. He had a tough run. Yep. He won. He lost his last one. No. Yeah, I mean that. He, yeah, he lost his last one. That was his first UFC win. I want to say since like 2013. Well, good something. job, Yushinokami. He was, he was like gone for four years and then came back. And, I think know, it's the new haircut. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe. Good for you, Yushin Okami. I like that. Uh, Lima, so did you see the rest back. of these Fight Pass prelims or no? Should we go to the uh, the Fox prelims? Let's go no, to good, Fox. No, just go to Because I was in an Uber. Okay, let's, go to, let's go to the back. Fox only okay. because we have I, we got to talk about some stuff. Now. That's fine. I just want to oh, point wait, out. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did see that. Go ahead. You did. No. <laughs> Which one? I was just going to say the Lauren Mueller, uh, Shanna Dobson fight was very fun. Uh, Lauren Mueller, that was her debut. She looked really good. Uh, and then Gilbert Burns um, Go to him, is, a, is an animal. Him. I mean, Gilbert Burns. Yeah, let me see him. All right, how'd this go? Uh, it Talk went. It, it went very well for Gilbert Burns. I mean, he just thro- he throws full force. What's his at, record right now? Um, let me double check. Let's give him some props. Yeah, no, and I, I know what I'm doing later. I had my godson Sergio over. Sergio Castellano was that an Irish name? <laughs> no. My godson Sergio came over with his girlfriend uh, the other night. And, and what'd I, you guys do? No, we hung out. It was good catching up with him. Um, 
uh, he Gilbert is six and two in the UFC, um, and he's won his last two fights. What's his last fight besides this? Uh, he knocked out Jason Sago um, in two thousand September fifteenth, two thousand seventeen. He has a decision loss to Michelle Prezeris, who's very good on the ground. We know we saw him recently, and he has a loss to Rashid Magomedov, uh, unanimous decision loss. Mm. But he's but I mean, man, he's a very very exciting guy. And, and this one went how how long did this one go? Uh, went a mid, like a minute into the second round. Wow, and knocked out, uh, right. Dan Moret. Dan Moret was making his his UFC debut. So. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen Dan Moret in some LFA cards. All right. Well, Dan. Well, Dan. Will you know? Listen. That's how you learn. You're in the big show, and uh, yep. he'll learn from it. But congrats, Gilbert Burns. I can't wait to watch that one later. Yeah, you'll enjoy that one. I think. Oh, I've seen this one. Yeah. I've seen this. Oh, this now we're back. Oh, now we're on the. We're prelims. on Fox. Oh, now we're, we're on, on Fox. <laughs> we are on Fox. Uh, Jotko versus Tavares. Uh, Tavares is tough, man. He got how much time was left in that third round when he laid him out? Uh, like that two minutes in or something? Yeah, it was two, right? Okay. Like three minutes 16, or so yeah. left. Right on the chin, man. Yeah. That was a nice punch by uh, Brad Tavares, and he's always been a tough, gritty guy. He's like an he's an underrated guy, right? I mean, I, I think, think so. so. Yeah, I, <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> me and Phoenix thinking yeah. alike. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I mean, he, he's well rounded. He called out right? Michael Bisping, which is a that is a that is a nice scrap. But I feel I think we need Michael Bisping versus Luke Rockhold or something. Yeah, that I mean that benefits Tavares more than it. Yeah, it benefits does. Bisping is that yeah. right? Because Tavares is one of those guys where you see him, you're like, oh yeah, this kid, this Brad's tough. But yet he's he's got to get to that next level. But this does not hurt his case. That was a no. nice. Jocko's a tough dude, and and uh, man, he's a tough, gritty dude. And I think he's every time I see him, he looks better. Brad Tavares. Yeah, he does. If you look too, I'm looking at his record here. He has losses to Yoel Romero, a unanimous decision. Well, there you so, go. So okay, mm. he has a uh, Tim Boach who can knock out anybody. Has a knockout over him, and then Robert Whitaker knocked him. But those are his losses. Yeah. You know. So you lost to the lost top to of the top. Studs. Yeah, and now he's got four in a row. So Okay, so he's, to, he's moving on up. Let's go. What do we got next here? Uh, this was a really fun fight. I enjoyed yeah. yes. Wilson uh, Hayes. 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 Yeah. Versus uh, John Moraga. Yeah. Moraga. Great and, back and uh, forth. I enjoyed the hell out of this fight. Yeah, really no? good back and forth fight. Um, some of the things that stood out for me, they say that, Mar- first of all, Moraga's stand-up looked a lot better. Yeah. You know, really, his range was really nice. Uh, landed some good shots. I enjoyed uh, Wilson's shots. I liked how John is known for that guillotine, as a nasty guillotine. But Wilson, being that jiu-jitsu black belt, now this happens a lot, and wrestlers do this also. They'll give the neck for bait, and they'll want you to try to take it, especially up against the cage. It's a hit. Or it's a miss. I mean, look. I mean, not the not the fast forward, but look what Khan did in Cowboy. Yeah. If you don't address that neck, and the guy's really good at that, and yeah. get you locked up, you could, you could be screwed. You know, um, it looked really tight when he was looking to get him down. Next thing you know, he's a powerful dude, Wilson Heis 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 Heis. He fucking boom, and he clear when he clear the legs. There's not so much a threat anymore, man. So when he clear that leg. It was, it was. There was some nice exchanges. Yeah. I, I know, another thing I liked that Wilson did is when he had John up against the cage, and Dominic says he does this all the time. A guy will go for a Kimura on him when he's going for a single leg, and then he'll tuck that knee down and do a nice roll. It's a sneaky little roll to get mm. on top. Really, really technical stuff. And I enjoyed. There was so many exchanges in that that I enjoyed. That um, I, that one I actually, you know, you hit like the thirty seconds on your uh, yeah, iPad to go back. I watched that three times. His reversal up against that cage, it was really cool. 
It was really well. I love things that are just well timed. Yeah, you could see you can see the counters back and forth yeah. between them. You know, like hand the hand fighting and the, uh, just a lot of positional changes that you yeah. could see from both of them. I thought they. I thought. I think Wilson will probably be back. You know what I mean? I don't oh, think. No, he great. I think. Oh yeah, yeah he no, did look. Good. He lost, but yeah. it, you just really. It was an enjoyable fight. Right. Yeah. That's what's crazy about that flyweight division too. It's like you watch those two guys who are both top ten fighters. Right. Yeah. Unbelievable. So competitive. And then people get in there against uh, uh, Mighty Mouse, and it just looks like he's head and shoulders above the rest of the division. But the division is so talented. That is really. true. That, that was, is that, true. That was such a fun fight, and uh, yeah. John Moraga should be. Uh, I'm saying Moraga. Yeah. Moraga. Moraga. Yeah, Moraga. You got it. John Moraga should be um, holding his head up high because that was a a great battle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I agree with the decision, even though I think Wilson came back for that third round. Yeah. But uh, fun fight. I, I want to see both guys back. I, I I can't wait to see both of these guys back. That was fun as hell. That was fun. Yep. And I, you know, and it kind of depresses me that that um that uh, TJ is not going to fight TJ, or at least it's not nowhere near set or anything. Right. I, I well, think right, that'd be now... a fun fight too. Well, he needs you know, something. Just... Well, these guys are studs, and nobody's hanging with with him. He needs to be challenged. Right. Phoenix. I, well, I just think for fans, sometimes it's just... I just get excited. The thing that we get curious about is like, imagine this guy versus this guy. And I think people actually feel that way about that fight. People, That fight would fucking sell. What, TJ, DJ? Yeah, for oh, sure. For sure. For but sure. Now, now TJ's lined up with uh, Cody. Again. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, no, of course. We'll watch that one. What do we got? Let's go to the next one here. <laughs> this some... is uh, Muslim Salikov and Ricky Rainey. Ricky Rainey's what, making what's his What's Muslim's nickname? It was like the Kung Fu... Guy or what? It what was his nickname? <laughs> Let me see. I don't remember. Yeah, like oh, a, I remember. His nickname was like uh, was oh, the king of kung fu. Yeah, yeah the king, king of kung fu. Yeah. But is it fucking kung fu? No, he was doing like all types no, of karate, spinning back kicks, why, why and like like really cool this kicking is kind of a and weird stuff. Nickname. Yeah, you know, it's not it's, a kung fu. Style, it's memorable. It? It's memorable. And now, did Ricky Rainey take this on short notice? Uh, yes, he How it short on notice. Uh, that I have to look up. But because he was game. Yeah, I'll give him that much. He was game, man. But uh what an overhand! You know, I like the overhands being my height. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I well, saw that you, old man. Didn't you win in well, 2000? Don't bring that up. You know I, I get embarrassed. What happened? But listen, it was listen. That was a great overhand, and uh, I and this is that welterweight. I can think of a lot of nice matchups for uh, Sal- pronounce his name for me. And I'm going to say it again. Sal- uh, Muslim Salikov. Mus- Muslim Salikov. Salikov. Salikov's not that hard. No. no. Salikov's not that hard. Salikov. Salikov. Okay. There we go. He. I'll tell you. I was impressed. And look at him in that division. I wonder what kind of ground game he's got. Um, well, I bet he has a good ground game man, from Dagestan. Man, he's with these those. Guys. He's hanging out oh, with a yeah. tough crew. Yeah. Um, Rick, Ricky Rainey, good for stepping up. Yeah, I'm, about two weeks' notice. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, yeah. he was game. Who knows what he would have looked like if he had a little bit more time? So props for stepping up. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, lots I'm excited of lots for of this. talent. Lots of talent. Just well, just I mean, this is, that's his first fight in there, and right? Does that Solikov had a fight in there before? Uh, I think he does. Uh, does he? Come on, man. He d- just one other one. He, Let me he know. actually had a rear naked choke loss to Alex Garcia. Oh, I, okay. I did not know this. Yeah. yeah. There you go. But that, he only has two losses. Alex He's Garcia, huh? Yep. All right. Well, I want to see more of them. Yep. And uh, I did not know he got strangled. There you go. You, you learn know? something new well, every listen day. To I do. Let's get to that next one. Uh, this, this is one is of your exciting. favorite fighters, right? I enjoyed this. Yeah. I yeah. It, can I just tell you about this uh, Antonio Carlos Jr. and they call him Shoeface. Can I tell you about him? Yeah. yeah why can is I tell you about him? That's what I'm, I'm I'm, well, let's not talk about why he's Shoeface. Let's talk about <laughs> his jujitsu skills. Yeah. And uh, this guy's on a five fight winning streak, right? Correct. And 
how come people aren't talking more about him? I because he's more of a purist. He's using his strikes great to set up the clinch and shoot up the takedowns Definitely. and yeah. even hurt people. Tim Boach is having a hard time. He's the barbarian, but he's got a my 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 I, what I recommend for, for Tim is he the reason why he was so dangerous is because he used to go out there like a fucking madman. Like right. a, he used to nickname the barbarian. He's got his foot off the gas a little bit. He's showing some concern. He's showing being a little strategic. I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying go in there like haphazardly and just start throwing like a like a, a moron. But what are you saying? You looking I'm for more I'm saying he was going forward. More... He was going forward. He was working people over, and and now he's just. He, he, I don't know if he's trying. I'm not saying. I don't want to say play it safe. He might be overthinking things too much. He's got to go back to. He's got to find something's wrong. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. His fight before this was a chakra, right? Did he have one sentence, Tim? No, he had a uh, he knocked out Johnny Hendricks, which was oh he did yeah, yeah that was a tough he fight did for knock, Hendricks yeah and then he the did genre. knock down all right he knocked yeah but now it's but not to be that guy but Johnny's not huge for that division right no and Johnny kind of fell off and the, you could yeah, see no, it he fell you off could, a bit you could see it during you that know fight. we love Johnny I'm just saying he fell off a bit and before that he fought Jacare correct so Antonio Carlos Jr. hanging you know trained by the great Dean Thomas oh yeah there you go. Come, now, come on! That's you can clap for, better right? for I Dean mean. Thomas. Yeah, sorry. He's my friend. You can show him some, some love. But he is trained by Dean Thomas. And, uh, hey, I, I can't wait to see this kid again. Who did he call? He didn't call out anybody, did he? Who did he call out at the end? He's a nice guy. Um, he brought his translator in and had to talk about something to Brazil. It kind of threw me off. It was like a, it was He's a, a nice political. Guy. Yeah. It was got political about something yeah, with the presidency. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I tune out when that shit happens. Yeah, I don't think like, he called ah. anybody up. But, uh, well, he seems like just a super nice guy. But I really, really enjoy jiu-jitsu. He's seen what Chakare did with Tim Boach. And he's going, you know what? I'm a fucking jiu-jitsu expert. Why do I want to sit here and bang with the Barbarian? Right. Does that sound like a fun time? Huh? Throwing hands <laughs> with a guy with the nickname the Barbarian? No. No. You got to take that guy's limb off. Strangle him. Strangle the Barbarian. Shoe face. I'm sorry, Phoenix. Don't say that. Oh, that's his nickname. Yeah. I don't listen, understand it. I missed when well, they explained it. you're going to have it. to ask him. I'm Very not curious. saying. I'm just saying the guy's a stud. Congratulations. Congratulations. On t- on, I like saying his name. Is he say a paisan? Antonio Carlos Jr.? Antonio! Maybe. All right. Listen, let's go. Okay. I have thoughts on this fight. You tell me what you think. Yeah, now we're on the main card here. Which was, this is, I, I thought, a great... Uh, it was very exciting. Yeah. Michelle, First of all, Courtney the, is huge well, for Michelle. Say, they don't know who we're talking about, though. Oh, we, we see it Michelle on the Watterson <laughs> versus Courtney Casey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm to bring Phoenix's chops up. You get excited. Okay. Like, when I come in, Chris wants to talk about everything before the show. And then and I you, go, Chris, you shut us down. He you goes, hey, but down. what about when Al did this? I go, wait a second. <laughs> the world wants to hear about Raging Al. Listen, Michelle, the Karate Hottie Watterson yeah. versus Courtney Casey. Does she have a nickname? Uh, cast iron Casey. Cast iron Casey. Well, well, she was strong because when she hit Michelle the first round, you were like, "Ooh, is Michelle hurt?" But Michelle, you know, was backpedaling and was like, kept moving, yeah. kind of got her bearings back. But you could tell Courtney is a super strong girl. Oh yeah. And then what was it? The first or the second round when she got caught, and if she got saved by the bell, uh, Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. Well, listen. I don't know how I'd score this fight, to be honest with you. It was a split decision. I have some problems here. I, first of all, it looked like a size difference, man. I Huge. Mean, this, Courtney Casey was like a, a like a monster guy, right. and I and I I like Michelle Waterson a lot. A I, lot. I think she's. 
I think she's a, a, a talented fighter, but there's, I had problems with her ground game in a sense where I was just yelling at the TV with some things. Like, you, with a girl that, that height, she mm-hmm. got her down. She did. Now, if she would have got cross-eyed, being that she's a smaller person and Courtney's got the longer limbs, yeah. if you, you don't want to just pass a guard to lose the position. No. She, she wasn't trying to improve her position. And sometimes she'd get out of an arm lock into like a side control, make space to try to hit or whatever, and then Courtney's got her legs back on. I was very impressed with Courtney Casey's guard. Threatening with arm locks. And constantly threatening. Constantly threatening, yeah. constantly manipulating the balance. Michelle and had more significant strikes in round two and three. She wasn't doing anything on top. She wasn't hurting Courtney at no, all. No, but while all. she was standing, she had a couple sidekicks in there. Yeah, there was a few yeah. things that I think maybe swayed the judges quite a bit. Maybe the takedowns. Maybe her being Definitely on top. Definitely the takedowns being on top. I'll tell you, she be, she was worse on top. She was getting... She was worse for wear on top of Courtney than Courtney was. The only problem with Courtney was like, all right... I'm, I'm spending a lot of time on my back, so right. maybe that's what they're. She, I don't. I, let's look. Look at her, her face was clean. I don't think she took any shot. I got to see again, but I don't remember any shots that did any damage to her. On top, I got to see it again. But I have to. But I don't I remember being like really impressed with Courtney's ground game. And I'm like, all right, Michelle's got to be passing the knee line. She has to look to imp- at least get the half. And our corner, I believe, was saying to get the half guard. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And it's smart. Pass that knee line. Now she can't really use that length as much. Do you think that Courtney was is was very confident in her jiu-jitsu that she was allowing Michelle to take her down? Or do you think no. she should have fought those takedowns better? She's going to have to work on that because I don't think she wanted to be down there. Right. But I, she looked comfortable down there and right. she was threatening down there. Right. You know what I mean? And she had that long body where Michelle can't do proper ground and pound down there because of that long torso. You know what I mean? And then she's got that she's controlling her. She's threatening with arm locks. I was very impressed with Courtney Casey, and now how many losses does she have? Uh, that's two straight for Courtney Casey. She lost to Felice Herrig that split decision, which was a, a really close. These fight. girls having fights that she yeah that she could have that easily could have went to her. You know what I mean? And this is this is another one of them. Yeah, you know nothing. And then Michelle, congrats. I thought she, I like the takedowns, and I like the framework. She was building frames to make space. And uh, I seen her looking for her famous uh, head and arm throw, but mm-hmm. Courtney wasn't having it. I I enjoyed the hell out of this fight. It was a little like a kind of like a Davy and Goliath a little bit because yeah. she's a lot smaller. Yeah. But I mean, and it was cool watching her take her down. I just personally, I'm like, man, if she gets when she if she does get past that guard and she has a nice side control, those long limbs are going to be harder to get underneath the smaller body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They'll be out there for the taking. Imagine her mounted, but we never even seen anything with that. Like you know, she never threatened really like the position. She just kind of wanted to beat her up in the guard. You know, I, but so I, I would suggest that Michelle well, she'll, do, uh, she'll do a homework. Eh? Well, she's, I, she's always she, improving. Uh, listen, imp- well. Pass that guard, look to finish. If not, you I mean, that's what she wanted. She wanted right. it on the floor. She's gonna have to look to like what you're doing in, in class, how you're submitting people, that should be going down in, in the in the fight. You know what I mean? You can't just rely on beating somebody up from within their guard. Another fight that is escaping me, somebody that's something similar, and uh, you know, it, it just I don't know why it's I'm having a brain fart with it. From this but, card? Well, I mean, listen, there's a lot yeah. of things I could point to. Like with Anderson Silva versus Chel Sonnen back oh, in the yeah. day. Yeah. Listen, you can have a lot of success there. But you slip up at all, you're done. I mean, Michelle had a lot of close calls in that guard. Yes. You know what I mean? If she developed a tight 
passing game where she gets cross-eyed and then she can get her just crucifixed, look to work her over, improve your position to mount. There's a reason why in jiu-jitsu you want to improve your position on top. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just be like, oh, well, if I'm here, I can just punch you. Yeah, well, maybe it's not going to work out for you. Then what? So anyway, I just wish that I think Michelle should work on their, her passing and her top game because her takedowns were, were cool. I like those. I like yeah. to like to take the single legs and whatnot. Uh, let's go to that next one. Uh, we got Israel Adesanya and Marvin Vittori. Um, I'll tell you. Now, listen. Well, we did our picks here, by the way. All right, we we'll could, get, we're yeah. going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, unless you want to wait. Well, well, I'll just say, I mean, we all had Michelle Waterson. Me and you had uh, Michelle by decision. So we got the three points for that. Right. Jim had second round knockout. Boo, Jimmy. <laughs> now, Israel's got a lot of hype behind him. Yes. Because what was his kickboxing record before he came into the UFC? Uh, I'm going to double check, but he had like 27 knockouts or something. Let me see. He he was disappointed in himself at the end of that fight, though, because he was saying he had wished that he had done more. He well, felt like he was being slightly tentative. And let me know how old he is, too. Um, He is... Jesus, where is it? It was right there. He's 28. And he has, a, he has 50... Wins out of fifty-seven fights in kickboxing with twenty-four knockouts. So he's, you know, yeah, prolific. Um, I liked Marvin. I liked Marvin uh, Vittori. I yep. think I thought he was he was gritty. He was tough. Um, you know, he was a little outgunned on the feet. Yeah, little lot, which you'd whatever. expect, right? I mean, yes, but uh, he was a tough guy, and he's shown. Hey man, you could you could weather through some stuff. And that third round, he came back and he got that takedown. And uh, he got on top, and that's when you started to see a little. But all right, now yeah, we, need, we need a little. We need to work down on that on, on on that guard game, and we need to work to be able to get back up. Or else we need a threatening guard. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe hang out with uh, who were just talking about Courtney. What's Courtney, yeah, Courtney, Courtney Casey. Courtney Casey. Yeah. I like that. It's like a superhero name, Courtney <laughs> Casey. Um, <laughs> you know, you got to become threatening off that back. Because I didn't really see him threatening, and I didn't see him able to get up too good. And uh, right, well, he's a blue belt. Uh, well, he's got it, Sonya, but he should know. be spending a lot of time down there, a lot of time. And because uh, he has, he could have the ability, but you can't take any shortcuts with the with with anything. Well, but, this but, is split right. decision too. Yeah, which I don't know if I agreed with that. I thought I thought Israel I thought, won Israel, all Israel, three. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, he did, but or he, the first two. I got to see that last round again. Yeah. I just remember him getting taken down, right. but. Um, He's got some stuff to work on, but he's definitely going to be fun. That was, uh, what, what, that's welterweight? No, that's middleweight. Middleweight, yep. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, which Adesanya is like thinner. You know, he's he, leaner he for, the, for the middleweight. Oh, yeah. He, uh, I mean, I don't know what he weighs, but does he look like he I mean, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it seems like he probably he, walks around pretty close to Naturally the very skinny. Yeah. yeah. Well, he got monsters in that division. But hey, man, welcome yeah. to have him. That was fun. Let's get to that co-main, because this was, this, was, this was fun. Yeah. You know, it, it, the great Co- Carlos Condit Condit. fans were, were very upset. I saw Carlos a lot of Condit versus uh, Cowboy Alex Cowboy uh, Oliveira. Yep, and uh, that's performance of the night. And he took that on short notice. He did. Yeah, how short? Um, April. I want to say April fourth. I think he stepped in. Oh. Matt Brown uh, tore his ACL. So yeah. He had to oh man, that would have been a pull out. So it's a couple. Yeah, of weeks, definitely. Yeah. Well, I like the 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 back and forth exchanges on the floor. I really dug that. There was some nice exchanges where Cowboy's on top, and next thing you know, Carlos comes up with like a double leg, yeah. which ended up costing him. Yeah, that's what I was and, just going to ask you. What exactly did he do that he was that vulnerable? Did he get hurt before and he was just kind of out of it? Or or why was he vulnerable to that? Well, he had a good bite on that neck with that guillotine. Right. He had an elbow up guillotine, which is very hard to get out of. In other words, 
he's got his neck in there and he has his elbow. You see that elbow going up to the ceiling. Yes. So it's hard for you to grab with your other arm over the back to relieve that pressure. So he he didn't address it right away where earlier we were talking about with the with the uh, Wilson highest fight um, versus Mortega where Mortega is very good at the guillotine and he, oh man, he's got... A, Moraga. Mor- Moraga. Who the fuck's Mortega? You're saying Mortega. I think you're combining Brian Ortega and uh, John Moraga. <laughs> Moraga. Yeah. Moraga. Yeah. yeah, Moraga. Fuck, man. There's a lot of guys. Um... He he has a very good guillotine, but uh, Hyas was he he knew he felt that he could clear the legs, which he did. Carlos went for a deep like double leg, and he, it worked for him earlier, and he got on top after right. that. But this time, Calbe got his hand around that neck, and then they went through a different exchange where it went but from top to bottom. Right. To, he went to relieve the pressure, but I feel the way he was caught up against the cage. Yeah. He just couldn't relieve the pressure the way he was stuck. So he was just, he got Yeah, you can see him caught. trying. And then after he a while, he's caught. like, oh, damn it. And then he had to tap. What I like about Carlos, go to Carlos' uh, his Instagram real quick, yeah. if you can. Sure. And let's let's talk about that. Oh, that really awesome quick, photo. Like, is that what you're talking yeah, about? And then the quote underneath, you know, I, I like Carlos' comment. Let's see where his head's at. There's a picture of him looking with a little blood on him. It's supposed to be right after the fight. <laughs> it looks like what a, does that a fight say? club. It looks like the movie Fight Club. What's he saying? Say it. Read it. Uh, Oh, there doesn't appear to be a caption from Carlos. Just seems no, like no, he says comments. some no, shit. No, he did. It, it, it was like, I love this shit. You win yeah. some, you lose some. I love this shit. He said, it I, I think it was win lines. or lose, I love this shit. But yeah. it's just, I don't mm. want to misquote Okay, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it. I'll find it. But well, that's pretty it's much... It's something along those lines. I saw, it, I saw it this morning. Well, people get the gist. And that's a, you know what? That's a good attitude. Because now he might... Because we're going to see him again. He's not done. and Because he looked good in that fight. That wasn't... I mean, I know it was pretty... Was that... That was the first round, was it? Was no, in a second, second right? Round. It was second, but it was I thought fun. Carlos yeah. was winning. Yeah, the yeah, first my round. bad. I'm sorry. It was so this fights. is technically four in a row, but he was gone for however long. He just yeah. lost to Magny before this one. Yeah, but listen. And then it's like, okay, ring rust. You just came back. I, I get like, that. I like right. that. I like and Magny's a, a huge guy. For sure. You know. I like yeah. the caption. I like what he wrote when he says he loves it. Yeah. He'll go back in there with that type of attitude. <laughs> I'm looking at my Kimura Bucko uh, Baba. Yeah, people people will still <laughs> want to see that Matt Brown fight if that could possibly happen. A hundred percent. It's just so, I, I was saying if we were talking before the show, yeah. but I could, bring, I could bring it up on the show. Um it's just amazing because a guy like Condit, who was an interim champ, you look at him as a champion. He's been in there against the best of the best. Right, right. It's just so crazy that it's seven out of nine he's lost, and it's like yeah. you do you do you wouldn't guess that really unless no, you knew, he's done you know. some amazing things. When I go to um, and he still looks good. I I trained at Dwayne Ludwig's, and they call the kick where you dip your head underneath and you kick up high the Condit kick, the one that he landed on right. DSP. It's beautiful. Oh, the Condon kid! Yes, you got like a lot of cool like thoughts and memories about Condit. So, oh, for sure, people Listen. were upset. I saw a lot of fans upset that he well, that he lost. I will. I believe he'll be back. I like his attitude, saying kind of like "fuck it," you know. Listen, I love this anyway. With that type of attitude, I think um, we'll see him back, and hopefully, we'll see him doing well. But hey, congrats to Cowboy Oliveira! Yeah, Oliveira, great fight. That dude's fun as hell, man. He is. And uh, and again, I can't wait to see him fight. And congrats on the performance of the night to Alex. Yeah, that's Oliver. performance of the night. And then he's coming off arguably fight of the year against Yancey Medeiros. Like yeah. one of the best fights you'll ever see. So, Crazy. Yeah. Good for him. Good yeah. for him. Now. Dun, 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 dun. The main event Which was a little boring, evening. but whatever. Well, I get the... <laughs> Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje. What a fun fight. Wow. You know what's funny about Justin? He really... He has his mind on a certain amount of fights he has left. I think like five left or whatever yep. his contract mm-hmm. is. 
And he wants to ride off to the sunset. He says he has a degree in something or other. What does he have a degree in? I think he has a social work degree, but he yeah. wants to. Yeah. He wants, yeah. he has plans, man. So he doesn't, he really, I remember him at the, I seen his post fight stuff and I seen him like, hey, why all the long faces? Because some people are weird if you lose. Yeah. And, you know, he was like, you know, hey, well, you know, what's the problem? He was eating like, a, I don't know what he was eating, like a chocolate bar or something. <laughs> and he had a cookie. I forgot what he was eating, but I remember this guy must be hungry. And he was like, um, Hey man, he's like, listen, I don't get caught up in the winning or losing. People are going to remember me as one of the most exciting guys that ever fought in the sport. That is very true. So with that attitude, I don't really feel bad for the guy. I mean, this fight, you look at his last fight with Eddie Alvarez. Man, these are fun-ass fights. Right. I just, I worry about him taking all this punishment. But again, he's saying, look, I'm not taking it for too long. That's what I was going to say. I'm almost out of here. And those fucking leg kicks. Oh, Dustin man. Poirier, good for you. Dude, what a, what a tough SOB, man. Right? You know, Dustin has good boxing, so you're like, all right, we'll try to kick out his legs, but, you know, Man, he just I mean, hung in there. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, Gaethje is, he, in both fights against Alvarez and against Poirier, I felt like he was implementing his game plan, and he just figured he was going to be able to break those guys at a certain point, but they just he couldn't. Yeah, uh, but you got to move your head. You got to yeah. move your, and you can't well, block that's... hooks with your, your <laughs> in front of your, like, you got to move your head. You can't get. Well, I'll tell you. A, a guy, any less of a guy. I mean, he's fighting guys like Eddie Alvarez, Dustin Poirier, who part of their, you know, you look at their arsenal. A big part of it is their their fucking grittiness and their toughness. Right. right. Like if, if you look for like like a superhero, their superpowers. They got this. They got that. And part of it would right. be that's what. They, what do I fucking say? Superpowers? You're talking about like but like, like the, the back of the superhero yes. cards where it's like and strength, it's like, speed, exactly. agility. Oh, I knew it would you would be get like that. Durability. Exactly. And, and in the Bar would be all the way so to So that's the what to the max. So these guys are very durable. Right. And even so, I remember when Dustin was walking out of the cage, I go, watch this. I'm like, I go, let's see him go down. Now, this is the real towel because he's got oh, a good yeah. poker face. Yeah. Let's see if he can go down the stairs. And then sure enough, it's like, uh-uh. Yeah. So even uh, Justin said afterwards, he said he's not going to be, he's going to be feeling that. Like, But good for Dustin. Man. Dustin just... What's good about Dustin, what I like about Dustin is he's so exciting. Like his, I remember his fight with Bobby Green was a good one. And he has these very exciting fights. And uh, and he's just, oh, wow, look at his oh, leg. Oh, man, his leg. <laughs> so, yeah, it's so I mean, bad. We, but, that's a, we, we picked Gaethje for that reason. We were saying, you know, the leg kicks are going to be a big factor. But shit, and man, they were, but... Before I ate them, yeah. Man, right. Dustin is just such a tough, tough dude. He's not, he's not a shit talker. He's just a guy that shows up and kicks ass. Yep. You know, he looks like a little like Chatham Tatum. Right, doesn't he? Right there. Well, I mean, at least in that picture, he does. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, look, the guy. Good for him, man. I mean, I, you know, I, that's another guy. I mean, these guys, you're always going to tune in to watch. You know. Yes. What oh, a yeah. what a what a fantastic fight. Well, uh, he was he, emotional Dana afterwards. Said that it was he's, great. You know, he is absolutely a contender. And oh, is that what he said? What did yeah. he say? Uh, Dana. So obviously, Poirier called out Khabib, and he said, "You know, it's time. Let's do this." And Dana was asked about. It. He said, "Absolutely, he's definitely in there. He's one of the guys we were thinking about calling to fill in to fight Khabib." And he's like, I'm, I, "I didn't want to mess up this matchup, right?" Which thank God I didn't yeah, because smart. this turned out to be amazing. But is that what know? he said? Yeah, yeah. Um, smart. But Poirier, yeah, I mean the, the lightweight division, man. There's so many contenders there. It's 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 unbelievable. And Poirier's definitely one of them. Well, I think it's fair to say it's a good time to be an MMA. Fan. Yes, uh, it is. Fucking cheesy motherfucker. I, 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 oh. I was going to boo don't, myself. Don't boo time. us. Don't There's only one it. boo. Listen, Phoenix, yes, I sir. enjoyed the hell out of this card. I did too. I did. I'm upset that you did not see Ready Player One. Give me some time. Was, We're going next week. It was so, so much fun. We're going next week. It was fun, Phoenix. I, okay. I had I a good time. I, uh, Spielberg didn't put any of his own stuff in there. 
What do you want to plug? Oh, uh, In Fighting Shape podcast. Yes? Yep. I'm on Access TV every Friday. Look at you. And uh, you're taking over the all world. All this other good stuff. Look at you. You know, doing my thing. I'm proud. Yeah. I'm yeah. proud of you. I knew you before you were a big shot. You were the first person to let me interview them. What? Yep, you were my first MMA interview. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't, I don't forget things like and that. And you were only nice to me because I like Star Wars, so I can thank George Lucas for this. Well, thank George Lucas, <laughs> and then I will not thank him. I will, I will uh, curse him for what he did to those original trilogy. Yeah, and yeah. for you know, I can't stand that list, Jedi. But that can, let's save that for another. We've already, we've listen. We've, Luke should Luke should have been there at the end. Is all I'm saying. All right, people, listen to me. I had a good time. Crystal Producer, did you have fun? Absolutely, of course. All right. I got nothing to say. SarahBJJ.com if you wanna if you wanna train some jujitsu on Long Island. If you're not gonna train with me, find some other school. Do some jujitsu, please. Do some martial arts. It's good for you. You'll feel better, you'll be a better person. You'll make the world a better place. Uh word. Ditto. Thank I just you. copy paste. Whatever you just said, I agree. Let's say goodbye. Bye everybody. Bye. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.